Hippocrates said, wherever the art of medicine is loved, there is also a love of humanity. It was easy to see when we sat down and spoke with emergency room physician, Dr. Zach Armstrong, how true that was. Join us now as we talk to Dr. Zach about how he got into medicine and how COVID started for him. You're going to enjoy this one, I promise. We're on. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome, friends. We're back with another episode of Shifting Our Stories. I'm Abby. I'm Jen. And tonight we have a special guest with us. This is Dr. Zach Armstrong. Say hi to the people. How are we doing? <laughs> I have a really important question, Dr. Zach. <laughs> are you Dr. Zach Z-A-C-K or Z-A-C-H? Z-A-C-H. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I can't believe it took you that long to ask. <laughs> I had to be on the air for it. Oh, good call. Good call. And I can see him in person. If she was just talking about you and I couldn't see you in person, I would have asked that like an hour ago because yes. I have to visualize every single thing. You can't mention yeah. people without Jen getting a full, mm. how tall are they? What color are their eyes? But I could sure. see all those things. So. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So we're here. Um, so we're going to talk all things... Dr. Zach. Zach. <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to do that. But... <laughs> too late now. Actually, in. given your but response, I'm, here, so... I'm pretty sure we do want to do yeah. that. <laughs> and now. <laughs> Seems like we could get more than we bargained oh, for. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yes, there's, there's some stories. There's some stories. <laughs> but first, we want to mention, not that you all can see it, but we are in our newly updated studio. Abby worked so hard. Last night, yeah. and she did awesome. It's getting there. We need some. We need some more finishing touches. Yeah, it's very nice. It's, it's <laughs> super professional. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna post pictures at some point. Uh, but yeah, we're we're getting there. We're like semi legit at this point. Is right? your husband okay with it? I had- <laughs> He's told me that we're still paying rent, which which we haven't paid yet. Which we so. haven't. It's the only podcast studio I've been in, so it woo, seems woo, great. Hey. <laughs> so it's the best it podcast the, so exactly, studio you've exactly. ever been in. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're the best. I love it. Awesome. And no matter what, it will always be the best first studio yes. right. ever yes, in. Exactly, exactly. And at the heart of it, it's ours. So, yeah. you know. No matter what, you can't beat it. It's our little, like... 40 feet of space. <laughs> you know what? Just close the door. It's a big enough space to take a nap. We'd be good. It really is. We still need to. So our last finishing touch is going to be a little mini fridge over here. Oh, Very nice. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Except that we found out we don't have an outlet. So we got to work on an outlet. Yeah, I mean, that's not too bad. I, that's, I'm sure that's doable. I, I'm, not, I'm not an electrician or anything, yeah, but I, I feel like that's doable. Right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can learn how to do that. Yeah, she's my electrical. There you go. She's I'm my not your house. electrical person. She's the We Fix Houses friend, so if you I need anything everything. done to your house, she's your girl. Perfect. Perfect. I'll let you know. I'll learn how to, I'll learn how to do the outlet business. <laughs> My my dad is coming to visit hopefully in a couple weeks, and he oh, did yay. a bunch of ours, so I'll have him teach me. <laughs> so, kind of a segue into things. So, Jen's family lives up in New York. Okay. They're in a small village in New York. <laughs> she There's thinks it's story. funny because, because the towns and villages aren't set up the same, like... As they, as they are here, and I just assume that everybody knows what it's like to live in a little village in upstate New York, 
and walk through five feet of snow to school when they cancel buses in the winter, but they don't cancel school. I grew up in northern Indiana, so I get this kind of like, it's, 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 this, 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 Indiana. I lived in Fort Wayne for a little while. I grew up in, Co- I grew up in Kokomo. Okay. So, yeah, so you I, were just south yeah, of us Yes, I, I have family in, in Fort Wayne. Yes. But, uh, no, I, it's, that, that was one of the biggest things for me coming to Louisville was... Like everything, they cancel school the day before it happens. Well, that that, but that doesn't really affect me. But like the the streets, like everything in Indiana is a grid. Like oh, that's true. Like story. everything's a grid. Like yeah. you know exactly where you were because it's you're on like three hundred north, five hundred south. Like like the, right. And here it's like no, every streets are circles. And like, so you do okay downtown. <laughs> yes, downtown's fine. But then but they like, they'll stop. And then they start up with the same name, but like a, two blocks down. How, how are there like six blanket bakers and five Hurstborns? Yes, it's like and there's it, two it, Breckenridges. Yes, and in the world, yes. Waterson Trail is the worst because it literally yes. goes like all over and breaks up and. Yes, it, oh, it screwed with me for a while when I first yeah. moved here. Yeah, I'm getting better, but it's still not. I still am not comfortable. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I knew I liked you, Doctor Zach. Twenty years of EMS, and there are still roads that it's like, no, that's. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. Where are we now? Can I go back downtown Is... where the numbers make sense and I can... Yeah. Like yeah. downtown, I can tell you all my cross streets if you give me a, a block number, yeah. you know, but... That, that's, that, that's growing up, like everything is, everything is like grids, squares, rectangles, like you know where you are <laughs> all the time. It makes sense. And where yeah. I grew up, it wasn't necessarily quite that organized. Well, but this, it was this a is small. This is, this is farmland, so that, yes. that, that, that's why it's grid system. Like <laughs> yes. that's, you know, that. I did all when I was living in Fort Wayne. I did home based services, so I was driving all over the city. So it really helped <laughs> that it was set up <laughs> yeah, that way. Exactly, I could figure out how to get from here to there really, really well. Yeah, I was good at it. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, so Jen has not been able to see her parents in a very long time because they're in New York. Yeah. And she is here in Louisville. Mm-hmm. And COVID, right? So yeah. So it's been... How well, long has it been? So, I mean, which probably doesn't sound like a lot depending on who you are, but typically, like, we see my parents every couple of months. Like, the girls and I will go up there. Yeah. Sometimes we'll invite my husband along. Yeah. <laughs> or some they'll come down here. Um, and so the last time we saw them actually was in, it was in May or June, but it was because I was having kind of an emotional breakdown with the civil unrest well, yeah, that was but, going I mean, that's on. Still... Um, but that's been, I don't know, what is that, yeah. nine months? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because the... your parents used to come down just they would come, randomly they would and come you down all a... would go up randomly. And... Yeah, they would come down. A... Well, and it was nothing for me to stick the kids in the car and I mean, there was one time I called mom. We were on the road. We were gonna head four hours south to visit my friend. We got in the car, called Amy to say, "Hey, we're on our way." And she said, "Oh, Jen, I was just gonna call you. We're all vomiting and sick." So I called my mom and I said, "Hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? We were gonna go south, but we'll just drive nine hours north instead <laughs> for like what thirty six hours." I- <laughs> But we did. We did. Completely do. understand. Yes. Because we've seen my family. My family still lives in, in the Indianapolis, Kokomo area. Uh-huh. And we've seen them once since all, everything happened. We've seen my wife's family who lives in central Florida. We've seen them once yeah. since, since COVID it's happened. It's so and, hard. And it is the, the, like, the pleas from our parents that, like, oh, we want to see our grandson. Like, I'm like. I, I want I want you to see your grandson. I just but I also don't want you to get sick in the process. So right. like I get it. Like it's it's yeah. just, it's it's 
I, I, and I, I think that's just a it's, a, it's a common thing right now. Like everybody yeah. is experiencing that and it sucks, unfortunately. But um, I'd rather keep them safe and, you know, keep them, keep them around. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's been a long. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long year. It's a very long year. So we've definitely been grateful for other people's parents, like <laughs> like Nini, who we can see every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah my mom lives here, and we, she watches our kids. Yeah. And with both of us working public service, she's had to watch our kids because we didn't really have another, yeah. especially after all that went down last summer. Um, you know, we amped up. was there for a while, like, especially during when all that unrest happened. We started riding three to a truck. And he clearly was not getting days off. So, like, both of us at one point went to work and we told my mom, we were like, hey, one of us might be back later to pick them up. Maybe, maybe not. Or we might yeah. be back in two or three days. Yeah. If we don't get off tonight, we'll send the babysitter over in the morning so you can go to work. <laughs> you know, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, do you can. So, okay. like, yeah, I mean, we had, like, a we had a very close group. I mean, my mom... Um, I mean, Jen and I, we didn't hang out for for a bit. Uh, several months. That we stayed apart from each other, and then finally it was like... I don't think it was several months. Let's, no, it probably wasn't. It was maybe a, a, maybe a month, two, two months. Maybe two. Maybe two. Wait, but, wait. I mean, I think it just got to the point that between COVID stuff and then all of that, like, yeah. you know, and we needed childcare and Well, and yeah. we needed to figure out else, who, are, was, who was going to be in your circle of people, yeah. right? Like... We clearly needed to be in each other's circle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's been a struggle, like particularly with because uh, we're not we're we're transplants here, so not having family here. Like yes. it's been a mm-hmm. it has been an adjustment with with work, with COVID, with you know exposure risks, and you know before the vaccines hit, trying to right. negotiate those with you know days where you know something would happen at the hospital, and I'm like, oh crap. Should I even come home tonight? Do I? Am, yeah. It, it was 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 it was this significant of an issue that I, like I should, you know, isolate myself for several days until I know whether or not like you know what you know, it was you know it's a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster the whole time. Yeah, we yeah. were dealing with that at work. So we would drop people off, and I felt like the, <laughs> I felt like there for a while the people that we took that we thought were like oh like he he's got COVID. Like, those people would come back with, like, oh, it's a UTI or it's, you know, something else. And then, like, three days later, you'd find out, like, oh, hey, that other one, they had COVID. Yeah. You were like, oh, no. And so then, you know, you're marking on your calendar, like, okay, I'm on day four. Okay, I'm on day eight, and I don't have a fever yet, you yeah. know. And, like, what do you do? Just. But, I mean, heck, if I, if I had isolated myself every time we had a yeah. COVID patient, like, I would still be isolated somewhere yeah you know so i feel like we need to back up for a second we know that you're dr zach but i don't think anybody listening knows what kind of doctor oh i'm sorry yes yeah so sorry that's not your fault that's abby and her (laughs) (laughs) i'm not the only host here i'm I'm an emergency physician um i I work here at louisville at at jewish hospital in downtown louisville and also at uofl south and in bullet county so. so exposure risks were really real to you because yeah. emergency medicine, you were like the first stop for a lot of. Yeah, I had, uh, in fact, so when it really hit, uh, my wife and I were on our, like, our first like real vacation since we had our son. And like in the, so we're, we're in, in Jamaica, um, we're like, it kind of had like this 
mass of emails and texts about what was going on and here and as it's hitting in New York and everything and and of course that kind of ruined the vacation. <laughs> like were was, you there without your son or like yeah no just no the two my, of you, yeah my right? mother-in-law was watching our son so oh. like, it was like our first like adult vacation and it was like <laughs> so halfway through it became very very weird um, downer <laughs> it, it, yeah I mean you, you try to like like let it go still, but you can't but it's you on can't your mind that, yeah and and like the, it was also super weird because. We're at a resort, um, and each day, like, there's more people leaving and right. no new people arriving. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, by the time that, like, and we were only there for, like, after it, like, I think it was, like, like, a Wednesday is when we really, I started getting texts and emails and everything about, like, okay, what what's the plan from a, from our work standpoint with my partners and how are, how are we approaching this and from that standpoint, kind of game planning as to how we are going to, like, protect ourselves. And... From that point on, like, we were only there for, like, a few more days. But by the day we left, it was, like, 20 people at the resort. Like, the last oh the last breakfast that we were there, like... <laughs> there like was, it was nobody there. There was more staff, like, serving food than there were guests, like, <laughs> eating it. It was, like, a weird, weird... Was a little of bit of you starting to wonder, like, shoot, are we going to be able to get back home? Cause well, I, yes. I feel and like so I would have been anxious about that. We... So we were we we were in um in, in Jamaica. Uh, we actually went to the same place we actually went to our honeymoon on like uh, years ago. So, how long have um, you been married? Uh, this year will be fifteen years. See, I need the, all the really important details. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were flying back into O'Hare, and the um, if you remember, like in the news when it really first hit the end of February, March, like there was all those images of O'Hare where there was that crowded airport where sure. they had the all the immigration lines, people coming in, that was when we were supposed to be landing, like oh, when that oh actually happened. Gosh. And be, we got delayed um, coming into O'Hare. And so that had cleared out and passed by the time we actually got there. So, you know, oh, thank, thank God you. that we yeah. didn't go through that. But because of that, then our, our flights were all screwed up. And we like oh, we, got stu- sure. we got stuck in Chicago and we ended up just driving home from Chicago because... That's what I, I would have done that yeah, too. It, yeah, it, just be- it became more of an issue to try and between... Worrying about COVID and then trying to reschedule the flights and trying to like as they put us on, they we put, could be home by now exactly they they put us on they they bu- kept bumping us and bumping us to different flights and I'm like no screw it just give us our bags it's what like gonna, a six hour yeah, drive yeah it's not drive. that bad it's, it's way easier and we'll, just, we'll get through it so sure um, so yeah that was. That's how COVID hit for us. <laughs> well, happy anniversary yeah. of your last vacation yeah, together. That was great. That was so much fun. <laughs> Super fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. It'd be an awesome yeah. story to yeah. look back on though. Like uh, it, in it, ten years you can go yeah. back to Jamaica and celebrate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to go back to Jamaica? Are oh, you sure? No, I, actually, I, I might Jamaica. go somewhere I, new. Yeah. No, I that's uh it's actually one of my favorite places in the Caribbean. I love Is it. it really? I've, I've been been down there for a vacation several times, but also I've done some mission trips down there and so oh, okay. I, uh yeah, I really like it down there. That's awesome. Yeah. But that's great. I can't imagine <laughs> being out of the country though and all that I mean it was enough weird and like Yeah. Oh crap, what are we what do we need to prepare for here? I can't imagine having been out of the country and all of a sudden trying to It was to an odd out. feeling. It was an odd feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And and not to mention the fact that we, like, you've got an international crowd at the resort. And then at one point we were at dinner and there was a couple next to us who were, like, they're from California. We were talking with them. But they, they have, you know, they were Asian ethnicity and some, like, other tourists that was down there, like, came up and started harassing them. about oh my like, gosh. And I was like. You've got to be kidding That's me, dude! Terrible. Like, 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 what are you doing? Like, it was the most. It was incredibly racist. It was horrible. It was, like, oh, just to I, experience that on all the levels. Like, I was then. like, I, 
you know, you you saw it unfold, and you're just like, you, oh my god, like it was, it was, yeah. That's yeah, horrible. Yeah. Like to think that that happened is just yeah. sad. There's a lot of sad things that that's true we have seen that happen, and there's a lot of stupid people who have reacted to the things that have happened this past year that, that's, that, that, well, have, that have complicated, com- complicated think, a lot of things. So. I think that's a whole, that's yeah. a whole yes. episode in and of yes. itself. Yes. Yeah, the sure. stupid yes. people of the 2020s. 2020, yeah. <laughs> but being in emergency medicine, that's job security. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. You kind of rely on stupid yeah. mistakes. And <laughs> I mean, not, every, not, not, not entirely, but I mean, lots of stuff well, happens randomly. But, but that, like... I was I in talking with you know, we teach the residents and med students and I was joke with them that someday we will you know advance science to the point where we eliminate cardiac disease and we eliminate strokes and we you know cure cancers and like in and we've we've already advanced to a lot of those things. We'll never get rid of Common the, sense. the hold my beer the hold my beer watch this <laughs> mentality. So there will always be those patients. In emergency medicine. So emergency medicine is the place to be. We will always have jobs. Like, it's going to change. It's going to be different. But it will, like, we'll always have jobs. So (laughs) I know Abby probably has some, like, legit stuff to get into. But before we do, (laughs) what's your your favorite, what's your favorite story? Without violating any HIPAA, of course. But come on, I know you've got to have, like, a favorite that sticks well, in first, your wait, head. Before you go yeah. there, how okay. long have you been in medicine? So I graduated med school in 2009. I did my residency here from 9 to 12 at, at University of Louisville. And then since then, I've been at, at Jewish and, and, and so, so 12, almost 13 years now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you can tell. <laughs> now you can go ahead with your favorite story. Oh, um... If there's more than one, it's okay. Well, I'm trying to kind of like how PC and how like appropriate do I need to be on this? Because I, I had a feeling actually that there's a lot, there's a lot of stories that are like hilarious, but are really not appropriate for most crowds. <laughs> I think we have an adult listener base. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's. I'm trying to. Th- you know, maybe one of my. Uh, most shocking ones was. I like where we're headed. Um, a, a gentleman who was uh, brought in by EMS who was billed as, like, a, a cardiac arrest of some kind, like, unknown kind of mechanism kind of thing, um, and uh, kind of a vague story. You know, it wasn't... Um, you were clearly missing pieces to yes, this puzzle. Yes, yes. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the crew that brought him in was was doing everything they could, but, like, there was obviously pieces they didn't get because of the scenario they, they rolled <laughs> up on the scene from, and it all kind of got brought together, you know, as we sorted it out together in, in the ER. But they bring him in, and he's he's intubated. They're doing CPR on him. Um, and actively doing CPR as they roll into into the, the ER, and, you know, we get, get him into the bay, and hey, we check for a pulse, and he's got a pulse. So I'm like, great, okay, perfect. You guys have done a great job. You know, we're, you know, we'll kind of move from there. And I start to ask more questions, and and looking at him and looking at what they rolled up on, it, the stories just didn't match up, and it didn't kind of fit. Um, and so I'm like, okay, let's let's think about what this could be. So we we give him a dose of Narcan, and. Turns out it was a heroin overdose. That we have kind of a weird kind of story as to how he got there, but it was a heroin overdose. We reversed him with an arcane. He wakes up completely wide awake, sits up on a stretcher, pulls out his ET tube, and then screams us, 
Oh my God, my chest hurts like the last time you did CPR on me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <little> sweetie, <laughs> there shouldn't be multiple times. <laughs> Exactly. You like, shouldn't remember that. Exactly. I'm like, how, how many times have you been in this scenario? How many times? Like, that's, that's, uh. But, hey, that's your job security, yes, though. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. My friend. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Like, that's our husbands will always have jobs, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, I'm in this boat too, man. I got this. True story. You will always have a job. I don't know how many times I've told the paramedic students the same thing. Like, we're good. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. good too. There's always Job people security, who need buddy. babies watch. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. From some of the reasons Beautiful. that we they end up in the ER. Well, like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just the circle of life. That's right? true. <laughs> all, all through, we could just go into business yeah. together and keep each other fully, fully funded. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like the yeah. last time. Goodness. Yes. I, 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 it's the only patient's ever said that to me. That's so. awesome. <laughs> Well, you haven't been to enough nursing homes because I, uh, I promise I, you, we go into nursing homes where they're doing CPR and the patient's going, stop, ow, <laughs> no, 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 ma'am, he, he doesn't need that, mm, please stop, uh, I, we'll, we'll take him now, yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks, oh my god, yeah. yeah, it's fun, super fun, I bet, and then we take him to you and go, hey, the reason his chest is red, Don't you might want to x-ray that, it'll be fine, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fine, no big deal, yeah. And there's like lots of like little like just kind of weird anecdotes. Like I had a guy one time who he was, I mean, I, I felt bad. I felt horrible for the scenario, but it was, it was really kind of funny the way it unfolded. He'd been in the hospital. He'd been in our hospital and was waiting on a transport to his rehab facility. He had like had, I think I had a cardiac event and was going for cardiac rehab and inpatient for a few days to kind of, you know, help him get back on his feet after, after everything. And he had fallen asleep in his hospital room waiting for transport. Transport got there, took him to his rehab facility, got checked in, the whole nine yards, slept through the whole thing. And so he woke up and I he can't even sleep through the night. Yeah. <laughs> That's he, I mean, a lot to sleep through. He woke up and he had like he's like, Where am I? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm confused. Like, and so they called EMS to bring him back to the <laughs> hospital because they're like He's confused and he's altered. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, oh. and they brought, and so I'm talking with him and he's like, no, I just really don't know like what, what happened. What is going oh. on? I fell asleep in my hospital room and like I woke up someplace else and nobody would tell me what it was. Cause they kept asking him like the, the, right. the, the, like, the, where the are mental you? status exam stuff. Or where are you? Do you know what, like, what's going on? And he's like, I, I don't know. I need somebody to tell me. Nobody's <laughs> told me this information oh, no. yet. That poor guy. So I kind of like explained to him what happened and like he was he was he was very reasonable and kind of he he wasn't thrilled with it, but he, he kind of laughed it off in the end. So I that still was, want to know what his secret yeah. is because yeah. I literally can't sleep oh, through no. the he's night. He's got to and... be like the the hardest sleeper in the world. Like That's to be amazing. like. You know, put on a stretcher, you know, every the whole who knows if you woke up or not in them. But like he he didn't wake up enough to like, to, like re, figure it to out? realize what That's was going crazy. on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I felt bad for him because he's just oh, like he's like, just nobody will tell me. Just they just, they just keep asking me the same questions. <laughs> I could have gotten a one hundred on this test if somebody just let me study. Can you imagine feeling like you're in the twilight zone? Like No, that'd be like, awful. I feel like that's yes. what that's gotta yeah, be like. Absolutely. Is like 
No, like I'm. I mean, I'm, at what point does he start thinking he's crazy? Yeah, because... exactly. Yeah, like just nobody will tell him. Like I just want to. Right. I just really don't know the answers to these questions. Yeah, right. No. I, I need some help here. Throw me a bone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I oh guess. my gosh. Well, way it's to just, help him it's out. It's just a big misunderstanding. I mean, it's, I mean, that's all it really was. But like a really yeah. expensive misunderstanding. <laughs> I would think on his part, right? I, yeah, that that part I have nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't blaming you, Doctor Zach. Hopefully, he's got good insurance. I hope he's got I, good insurance. I, I hope that was that. that yeah. Didn't if you're listening, it. sir, I hope you got that taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness! So we asked you a little bit off the air, and now it's time to dig into it. How did you get into emergency medicine um, or medicine in general? Well, so I. I grew up, like I said, we talked in a group in Northern Indiana in Kokomo, which is a... Yeah, you Northerners. He- yeah, heavy. We'll talk about that later. Like, Indiana. I it's, knew I liked him from yeah. the moment he walked into your house. It's... Studio. It, yeah. We're in the studio. <laughs> heavy yeah. automotive. Like, everybody's engineering. My family's all engineering. That's, like, that's what everyone does. Like, I was going to be an engineer just like everybody else. Um, because you wanted to or just because that's what you saw and that's what you knew? Um, Both, I guess. Like, I mean, I was, I was... Science was always kind of what I was good at, and so like you know, it, you're you're really sure. you grow up there. Like you're good at science, you end up you end up going to Purdue, you end up going to right, you know, and become an engineer like everybody else. So that's <laughs> what you do. Yeah, well, yeah, just you know, that's what you know, and it's you know, it it's a you know, that's the jobs up there, you know, and so right. I in pursuing that, I kind of got a um like a little summer kind of internship thing with an engineering firm um, well they remain nameless and <laughs> and with was like doing some work in that and i realized that that's oh not my I god i can't do this yeah, not I, I this is like i can't do this every day for the rest of my life this is not me i and so like i just abandoned it completely like whether, <laughs> that, was, whether that was a smart idea or not i was 18 i didn't know any better and i was like nope that's <laughs> not like i i changed what college i was going to go to and I think we all made great decisions. Yeah, team, exactly. And so I got to, I got there. We all ended up here with each other. So I feel like it had to <laughs> we have been made great decisions at 18. <laughs> I, I got, to, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just pre, be pre med. Like, right. Because, duh, that's the next logical well, choice. Exactly. That's what, every, like, like, that's what everybody did. Like, I was like, I'm like, science is my thing. That's all. Pretty, pretty, pretty I like good. that you first made your decision because engineering, that's what everybody did. So, Dr. Zach, <laughs> if everybody jumped off a bridge. I had great decision making skills at that time. Like, that was like, that was not. And... So, after this podcast is over, we're going to go to the top of a cliff. <laughs> no, and no. We're all going to jump off. I'm going to go to the roof. <laughs> And zip line. zip line off. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, and so like I got there, and they do the big pre med meeting where like like I went to Hanover College, just kind of up the river here. And I've been there. Yeah, and so for a football game, where's yeah. Hanover College in Indiana? Yeah, it's on the Indian side of the Ohio River, just right up the like. Okay. Not, um, it's okay. a small school. Like it's, it's like, like this big. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's a thousand students in, in the entire college. I had and, a buddy that yeah. played football there. Yeah. I went. My college had like yeah. fifteen hundred undergrads. Yeah. And so there's like okay. three hundred freshmen. A hundred of us are at the pre-med meeting and they, they're up there, you know, giving the whole speech about how like, well, you're like, you're not, you're going to make it. Like, this is like how this works. None of you are going to make it. Well, they they give you the the scare talk about how like, look to your right, look to your right. Okay. Look to your left. Like, Uh, we got that in paramedic school too. I think you get it in every school you go to. And I was really arrogant and I just remember (laughs) sitting there thinking, 
you don't know who I am, do you? No. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be here. People don't tell me stuff like this, and and so like I was like, I'm gonna show you, and so that was like, <laughs> okay, I, and I'm I, in. So then I was like down the rabbit hole, and <laughs> and. So, and, and, and it really worked out. Like, I ended up... Uh, so, you ended up in medicine just simply because you didn't want to be an engineer. Is yeah, what it, probably. <laughs> yes, probably. Yeah. Um, because, because there were well, no other career Because choices he didn't want to be there. an engineer, and then they told him he wouldn't. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah. Like, I... That... It's... Exactly. Yeah. It's... And when you, when you phrase it that way, it really doesn't sound good. <laughs> but, but you clearly love it. No, well, absolutely. Like, I, I got, you know, went through school... Um, med school. I, actually, I started medical school. I was, I was, I thought I was going to be a surgeon. Uh, I wanted to be a surgeon, and then, and and I because that's the cool kids, or what? What is it about surgery? Why does why is that? That's what the TV shows are about. Fixing things. Like fixing things, anyways. Well, I yes, do but like, like to you get fix like things. like you you, are, I, I, I should be a surgeon. <laughs> I will, and I still. You can YouTube it. <laughs> I still have a, like a, a like a great respect for like you know surgery from that standpoint because, like you go in, you see a problem, and you like you immediately fix it. And granted, that's not at this overall simplification of what you do, but it's it's you know a very you know immediate satisfaction kind of yeah. Kind of thing. I get that. Um, we get some of that in emergency medicine. Like I realized along the way that um, I would not have. I, I'm not that. I'm not that like. I think that like that's per- very methodical. My personality was right? not yeah. built for surgery yeah. and like the, the the surgeon's mentality and kind of like the the hall from that standpoint. I so, feel like if you can do emergency medicine, then surgery is not your thing. Well, they just are very different. Yeah, certain certain aspects, but like the procedure. Like, I want to work yeah. in the dark in the ditch with the rotors yeah. over my yeah. head. The procedural not aspects the is great. Like, that's that's why I think I kind of gravitate towards emergency medicine. Just I still get to do things. I still get there are certain things you get that was immediate satisfaction with emergency medicine. Not as much, but it's uh, it's similar, um, and I also have the attention span of a squirrel, and so that works really well in emergency now medicine. Now you're speaking yes. like that. Yes. doesn't work so well in surgery. No, yeah. no, like that was that was maybe one of my hangups of where I wasn't going to be over successful. <laughs> that field. So, so, yeah. I, yeah. so this might be a really stupid question, and I apologize, but I've never been through med school, <laughs> and so what I know about med school is what I've learned on TV. <laughs> What, like, surely you did rota- other rotations oh, yeah, in different yeah, areas. Yeah. What areas did you do rotations in along the way? Oh, you rotate through basically everything. Through everything. Okay. No, not, like, every specific specialty, but, like, um, every were, ma- were some that you just, like, crossed off your list? Like, nope, that's not well, Some <laughs> Some specialties, like, are, are kind of electives. Like, okay. you, you do, like, a lot of core specialties. Like, you do pediatrics, you do surgery, you do internal sure. medicine, okay. OBGYN. Like, like, kind of the core aspects of medicine. And then if you are if you want to do something, you know, like, like dermatology is your thing. Like, you you can do electives in that and kind of... Okay. Kind of, but it's... There's a... Most med schools are set up where your third year is kind of like all of the core rotations where you spend time on those on those on those specialties, and then fourth year is kind of when you get to create your own schedule to okay. kind of get more experience in what you want to go into. Sure. And so, um, so you end up doing a lot of everything: psych, um, uh, OB/GYN, surgery. I feel like I'm feeling radiology. I feel like I'm leaving things out, but for the most part, you you go through the general stuff. You know, family medicine, clinic work, you know, inpatient work. Um, yeah, kind of everything. Gotcha. Thank yeah. you. 
I know but, Grey's Anatomy didn't teach me everything. Yeah, yeah it, no, and and when it comes to when it comes to medical TV, honestly, the the most realistic is is definitely Scrubs. <laughs> um, like I, I, I know that sounds crazy, but like it it they nail the dynamics of residents and medical students and attendings to a degree that no other TV show comes um, close to. Side so. note about Scrubs, I've never watched it. But my friend that I run with, who occasionally listens, so Sally, if you're listening, here's your shout out. <laughs> um, apparently, during the whole pandemic, two of the guys on Scrubs started a podcast. Oh, yes, Zach Braff we, and yes, uh, Donald Faison. Where they yes, talk yes, about yes, all the yeah, episodes yeah, and stuff. Yes. She said it's hysterical they're, to I mean, listen and, to, and, but I've never watched the show, so, so the, it wouldn't I mean like, anything yeah, to me. Like and Scrubs. they're best friends on the show, but yes, they're actually real, best in friends real in real life, life as well. Like, like, like they have like... <laughs> This weird bromance, which is hilarious yes. like, in and of itself. So yes. I love yeah. that that's Big like, fans of those guys. You're, you're supporting that <laughs> yeah. that's like real yeah. life. Yeah, no, they, they, they nailed it. <laughs> well, now I have to go binge watch Scrubs yes. sometime. It's funny. And then listen to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for the no little No problem. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Plug, plug for, for them. <laughs> if you want to do a crossover episode because you're listening to this, <laughs> That might be reaching pretty far. Worth a shot, right? <laughs> I love it. They can't say it. yes if we don't ask. So you did all the things, and emergency medicine is yeah. where you landed because you're like, no, I don't want to be doing OBGYN looking at who hides all day. Well, we do a lot of that in emergency medicine too. <laughs> I'm so sure you I mean, do. it's at yeah. the U, which yeah. is not where you want to be doing that. <laughs> it's, I mean, the. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know how you recover from that. No, I'm not going to. No, what I was is particularly with so. Emergency medicine, for the most part, people show up at the ER and they're having arguably the worst day of their lives. Sure. You know, ups, downs, whatever. So, you know, it's... it's Whether not, it's your worst case, it's their worst Yeah, like case. they think that, like, you, you come to the emergency department because you believe you're having an emergency. Whether you are or not, like, that's, you know, it's not... It's you know, yours. It's, yeah, it's, you know, in your, in, in what your, you know, knowledge in base is of what's going on. Sure. And so some of those things are really bad things. Some of them are not. You know, it's our job to kind of, you know, navigate that. So people come in and they're, it's, it's a bad day for them, but it's, there are degrees of bad days when you really like look at things overall. So it, it's, I don't know. Do you know. feel I, that that's hard as a, like when you are a new, we call you guys baby docs. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, friends, baby docs. We love you though. And then you grow up to be cool docs. Um. <laughs> But, I'm not sure if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when you're when you're first getting into it, like I think it, it's hard. I mean, it's so right now we have a whole bunch of paramedic students yeah. coming through and riding with us. Um, like yesterday was my first day in about a month that I haven't had a paramedic student riding with us. Um, and I think one of the things that we try to always instill in them is like you're like ninety percent of our patients. It's probably not really in emergency like it's not it's entire it's I mean, not bad it's, it's not your bad yeah right but it's it's their bad exactly and so we still have to treat it as yeah. their bad and the thing is like and you yeah absolutely and and i will like we we teach you know we have residents we've met since rotate with us and i also you know kind of preach to them in that regard that there are times where i've walked in a room and i've walked out and like there's like that's that's nothing severe. That's nothing going on. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this and check that because you know that's you know these are the things we we'd be possibly worried about with what they're talking about. 
and I have, you know, been dead wrong and it's been something horrible and like, <laughs> and, and, and I'll be wrong again. And I'll be like, that's, that's right. how it works. Like, you know, if, if you, I think that's part of what I do. If you have a little, if you have too much of an ego with it, like you, you get proven wrong a lot. Like there's like, you, <laughs> you go and you do the best you can for the patients and you like nav it kind of sort out what's going on. And sometimes it just really doesn't like the story doesn't add up. It doesn't sound like, you know, severe pathology. And then you run this test or that test and you're like, well, crap, <laughs> this is severe. I need like, we need, we need to make sure Dang. we get them taken care of and, you know, and, and, you know, this or that. And, and so it's even like at face value, sometimes you're like, it doesn't seem like it's, in, but then it turns out to be one. Like right. it's, it's, it's really tough to. Well, and I would imagine sometimes you uncover something that maybe was very unexpected. Like they came in for this and then you have this bombshell of, I don't even know what. People come in with vague complaints and you end up telling them that they have cancer or people come in and they're like, um, like, I just, you know, I remember like this woman who, her and her sister, they were retired. They were, uh, I mean, they were elderly and lived together and it's in the, it was, it was thunder because at that, I, mean, I was, I was thunder and I had to actually call the police to get them to, uh, move the blockade so that an ambulance could go downtown because so TV timeout <laughs> for anybody who's not in Louisville, thunder is thunder over Louisville, which is the opening ceremony to the Derby festival, which for those of us who are from Louisville, understand that those of you who are not think that this is a really big production for a two-minute horse race, <laughs> but it's what we do here yeah, in Louisville, yeah. so let us have it. It's Some like of us all we have. in Louisville think it's a lot for a two-minute horse race. But you're not race. from Louisville, yeah. so you, you're in that category. But I do um, love Thunder Over Louisville. Yeah, yeah, so Thunder Over Louisville is a really big... Um, Shuts down the whole city. because It does shut to... down the city, but we do a big um, air show, which is yeah. real cool, and then the they fireworks, have an awesome shut, They thunders. shut down the interstate, yes. and that's, you know, and... And so this woman, I mean, we've watched him from yeah. the interstate. Yeah. Yes, we because yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my my when you were still allowed to drive, like we drove and stopped on two sixty four, and watched it from like two sixty four and popper level one year. Wow. <laughs> like now you couldn't do that. They'd like so, freak yeah. out. Yeah. But... You would have totally had to have them oh, no, open up roads. Yeah. So we like she she was having like she would all she said like I just she like well my sister isn't feeling good she couldn't get up and walk to the bathroom and I was like. Okay. That's, kind of, that's kind of a vague complaint, but you know, you're an elderly, you know, as an elderly woman, so they start doing the the work from a kind of an elderly woman standpoint for fatigue and and you know shortness of breath and things like that, and and she is having a a, a massive MI uh, heart attack, and so like I'm organizing to get in her downtown, but because it's thunder, like <laughs> it's not the easiest time to get an ambulance down there, and yeah. so like I'm trying no, to. No, it's <laughs> really difficult. And so like, but that that was her complaint of like. I couldn't get up and walk to the bathroom and wow. she's, she's going to the cath lab. Like it's, yeah. I mean, things don't always present the way like the textbook says they do. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's exactly like that. Most of the time it's not. I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing that we try, like the hardest thing to teach mm-hmm. some of the paramedic students is the patients didn't read the book. Yeah. Oh, not at all. Like you can read the book and regurgitate it to me. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like I'm not that guy, right? Like I read the book. And I get it. <laughs> and I can look at you and I can ask the right questions and I can put everything together. Yeah. But like to verbalize to you everything I read in the yeah. book, like, oh, I'm going to give you the Abby version of it most of the time. But I know people who can like 
literally word for word because oh, they read the book, give it to you. But then some of those people, like, they go to do that patient assessment and they're like, well, but the patient didn't have all of these things. Yeah. like, well, the patient doesn't know they're supposed to. And sometimes it is just an intuition thing. Like, you, like it is a, like, yeah. I, like, I, there's a, an element of just walking out of a room being like, something is bad, something bad is going on. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I, I just, I got a feeling like there's, you know, spidey sense, intuition, right. you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to describe it as, like, you just like walk in and like, can you please, I, from now I'm on, always some... refer to it as your spidey sense? Spidey oh, sense. I, I, at, the t- at the hospital, I do all the time. Like, I, yeah. I, I, you walk into the room and I was like, you know, you get the, the hairs are up tingling. Like, some, yeah. some, like something's it, going it on. It doesn't, like, what they're saying doesn't add up and it doesn't add up in a bad way. Yeah. We took and, in, um, yeah. we took in like 22, 23. It was like a Friday or Saturday night. And I hadn't been a paramedic, but I don't know, maybe nine or 10 months. And we picked this kid up downtown Louisville area. We brought, ended up bringing him to U of L, but he was complaining of chest pain. I mean, like he met us at the door, doubled over, grabbing his chest, breathing hard, and I'm like, ah, you know, dude. And he's saying all the right things, like my chest hurts, I can't, you know, feel like I can't move, something's sitting on me, blah blah. blah. I'm like, ah, you know. And his buddies are like legit concerned, and I'm thinking like, okay, ah, you know, and yeah. like they were out playing basketball earlier, and like just. Thinking, okay, you don't look like the kind of guy who's trying to, like, you're not trying to get out of work. You're not trying to. Right. Something's you know, going on, but. It's a Friday, like, fr- like I said, weekend night, like. You're 22. Like, I'm you, just like, this, this is, is not what you want to do Yeah, like, this Saturday is not night. okay, yeah. you know, and I'm like, all right, come on. So, I, I mean, we, I went chest brain protocol with yeah, him. absolutely. Like, the whole way. Absolutely. And we got down there, and the nurse, I forget who it was, but the nurse down there was like, I mean, I really don't have any beds and blah, blah. I'm like, look, I'm just telling you, like. Something doesn't add up here. This like, is not. There's, there's. He doesn't need to go to a waiting room. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't need to go to a waiting room, yep. you know. So we put, we ended up, they got him a room. And we got back a couple hours later and the nurse was like, oh my God, he was having a non-STEMI. Like, he was having yeah. a heart attack that yeah. didn't show up on the EKG. And he was like, if you hadn't, if you hadn't given him aspirin and put an IV in him, he's like, I'd put him in the waiting room. Like, dude, he was 23. Like, yeah. no. first off, you're 23 athletic and having a heart attack. Like, I'm not. Patience, <laughs> what is that it, like? It doesn't follow the, no. like, like, every, like I said, every once in a while you get one of those people that, you know, has a heart attack where they're shoveling snow and they're, you know, it's it's the it's the classic, you know, you're story 60, from the book. You have yeah, and disease, have, you, you have. You're diabetic, yeah. he's got high blood pressure and cholesterol, and they went out to shovel their snow and they started having chest pain and they, they come down. Down your yeah, left yeah, arm like, and into your jaw yeah. and, oh, and, yeah, I got this. Yeah, those happen, but, like, it's just not. <laughs> always that way and right to, well i feel like that's true for so yeah. many things in life yeah. right like yeah the kids didn't read the textbook they don't know they're supposed to sleep through the night when you've done <laughs> this and this and this they didn't oh. read the manual yeah. but yeah. oh i wish they would yeah. i wish they would so dr zach in your years of emergency medicine of which you have very many very amazing stories <laughs> How Jess going to turn this into the, the Dr. Zach oh, show. You're going to uh, have to, like, you're going to have to be a recurring guest oh, now. okay. No, but um, surely it has changed in the past year in some ways. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's, uh, I, I mean, it's... It... <laughs> you're not really sure how to answer that. Well, I, I, I mean, yes, it has. I mean, honestly, it's, it's depressing. Like, it's, I, I, I hate that, but it's... Uh, it is 
and and we have not been like here in Louisville, like not been hit nearly as hard as like as some, a lot of the you know cities. some friends I have in other sure. parts of the country that do the same kind of thing, or you know people who do in, internal medicine or in pulmonary critical care kind of stuff that have, the stuff they've seen. Um, but th- over the past year, you've you know you see see COVID patients and you see patients come in who like. Yes, it's not. It doesn't have the highest death rate, but like you, you definitely see these people who, who, on the admission side, when you initially see them and are working them up, you're like, you're never gonna step foot out of this hospital again. Yeah. And like you, like you just. And you know like, that from oh, the get go. Yeah, and it's, and some of them turn around, and some of them like, but, like it's, it's, once they get to a certain point where they're like, you kind of just know what what the end point's gonna be with them. Um, Do you feel like and, you've gotten? better at picking out who has COVID and who hasn't over the last year? No. I mean, like, when some people are, like, really sick, yeah. I mean, but, you like, you know, like, from, like, but, you know, when some of the people with minor symptoms or, like, just just people, people who come in for other things that, like, <laughs> because because we swab everyone who gets admitted to the hospital, right. like, pop positive and you're just like... <laughs> Didn't expect that one. Right. You know. Um, I well, because what they were coming, they maybe they were asymptomatic exactly. for COVID, and, but they were coming in for oh, something yeah, unrelated. You, come, you know, still the, the world didn't stop having, you know, accidents and broken bones. And no, but like, we've they, talked about yeah. this in other episodes. Like for a while, yeah. the world stopped going to the hospital. They did. Yeah. Because back in, I would say, late yeah. April, early May, probably even through early June, we had a drastic decline in run volume. Yeah. I mean, we would have Saturdays and Sundays at the firehouse, and it was like, so we haven't turned a wheel since 8 a.m., and it's 3. Can we go, like, let's, you want to go get lunch? Yeah. You know, and, and then talking so, to people. Some of that is just, it's fear. Yeah. Uh, like there was a, there was I think a, there a lot was a, of it was fear. There's a general fear among people. Well, that's, there I said, was, talking to people yeah. across the country. Mm-hmm. You know, talking to people, friends across the country, it was, ER census was down yeah. across the country. Run volumes in big urban areas. Yeah. Um, big urban EMS system, people yeah. just weren't going, you know, and it's like, y'all are still having heart attacks and strokes and, and like those haven't stopped. Yeah. And there's been a lot of uh, debate in, you know, medical circles about that event as far as like people, it did, did the incidents decline and it really probably didn't. It's, yeah. it's just that people didn't show up for no, them. You people, and, them. And some of these people, you know, just died at home and, yeah. you know, the... Whether those are, you know, some of those, I'm sure, so some of those were still COVID deaths, people who had COVID and who just didn't didn't know it or like didn't go to the hospital from it, or some of them were just people from, just who refused to go because they were afraid of afraid of COVID and died from completely different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been a really horrible, uh, just in, just the way this whole thing rolled out across. Our, our population from from a actually sick standpoint and from a from just a normal person standpoint it's been it's just been traumatic i, I, I don't know if anybody sure, i feel yeah. like everybody has has some form of ptsd from from covid whether it's you know being in healthcare and and dealing with the people that are like are horribly sick and, and dying or you've uh, you know, you've been in a job where you've continued to go to work, but really, like, weren't in a situation where you could adequately protect yourself from COVID, or were in a situation where you just got laid off, or like companies closed, you know, like, and you were, 
it's it's affected everybody and it's yeah. affected everybody in a horrible way like there's i think there's very few people that would say they've had a positive year right we <laughs> um, can right we can find positive pockets there are yes. positive no, there you are, can make but, a spin yeah. but no yeah i don't i don't know anybody who would look and say man that was the best year of my life yeah, yeah it's, no no it's just it's it's it been, was a very difficult challenging yeah. year yeah on For that sure. note let's take a pause yeah. And then we'll come back and dive a little more into COVID in 2020. All right. Sweet. I hope you've enjoyed the first part of our episode with Dr. Zach. Join us next week when we'll talk to Dr. Zach about the COVID virus, how it's been going for him and his family, his thoughts on the vaccine, and the new CDC guidelines and where he thinks we'll go from here. It's going to get good, I promise. Join us next week. Thanks. You've been listening to Shifting Our Stories. Follow us on social media, on Facebook at Shifting Our Stories, on Twitter at SOS Podcast, or send us an email at ShiftingOurStories at Yahoo.com.